Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Auto Trader Podcast, South Africa's number one motoring podcast. My name is George Meany, and as usual, joined by none other than Wandile Sishi. Have you seen that dude on Instagram? I, which one? Kabi. Yeah, no, I have. Definitely. He doesn't I mean, talk. Who else? I mean, probably everyone in the world has probably seen him. <laughs> and here it. we are, here we are, here Love we it. are for another show, so I'm, I'm super excited. <laughs> None other than Wendy Lesishi, our Kabi. Kabi should come and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do that to Wendy. Anyway, um, uh, so, uh, so Wendy, how are you doing? Not too bad, not too bad. So um, I'm feeling good because in the F1 calendar right now, Hamilton is on his way. Um, he's not leading yet. He's not leading mm. yet, but 14 races. 14 races. If he wins the next two races and, and, um, who's this? and Max comes... Uh, what if uh, Max second. comes second for the next two? Then it's going to be tied for the last race. Then we'll have a showdown. I think that that's potentially a good thing. It is. It's a good thing for racing. It's a good thing for... Oh, of course you would say that. <laughs> ratings, racing, and for fans. I think it's going to be... Yeah, I think the worst thing for Formula One is when the race is decided before the last race. Yeah. That yeah, kind of uh, takes away a lot of takes the, away the excitement. Yeah, you know. But the nice thing is, when this show is, we will probably be on the third show, well, the, the last race. So okay. we'll see. We'll see how we how we our timing works. Yeah. But anyway, we're not here to talk about Formula One. Um, I'm a, I'm I've I've become a, a a bit of a Verstappen fan, uh, to be <laughs> honest, because uh, you know he's matured. He has. I mean, we used to talk He's about matured. him years back. Vakrashen. Yeah, we used to just laugh. You almost did a Vakrashen thing in the last race, uh, you know, on that. Um, I watched the, the footage back and I think I think he didn't deserve the penalty, to be honest. Coming from me, I think that, that says a lot. I think he was racing very you hard. You think he was racing? Very hard. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, Anyways. anyway, that'd be that. So uh, today is, uh, 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 today's show is very much focused on um, selling your car. Yes. Okay. 100%. And uh, we, we're going to call the show the private or trade. Should, yeah. I, should you sell your car privately mm-hmm. or should you sell your car to the trade? And we're going to define what those are um, in a couple of minutes' time. Yeah. You know, is it better to trade in? Is it better to sell your car direct to a consumer? What options do you have out there? Yeah. I think that's uh, a good one. Uh, you know, and what are the pros and cons? Because mm. I think that's, uh, that's a big consideration as well. And what are the, mm. what are the options available? Um, have you sold a car in your life? I've never sold a car. I've only bought one, um, so I don't. This is this is news to me, which is which is why I'm so excited to get into this because I think I'm going to get to a point where I, you know I need to sell a car and I don't know what is the best option. And I think there's you know I don't think one's better than the other. I think it's really just depends. Well, I think uh, yeah, there's a lot of considerations. So you know, yeah. if you take looking look, uh, look at the reasons why people sell their cars, yeah. I mean, why, why why would you if you had to sell your car, what, what would be the typical reasons if you're selling your car? I think there's two main reasons which most people would be experiencing. One would be I'm either buying a new car, so I'm selling this one for cash. Replacement. Exactly. Or I'm trading it in to finance the next car. And the second option would be I just need the cash. Okay. So besides the cash, uh, you know, changing cars, would, is it just replacement? Do, uh, um, or do you, think, do you think a lot of consumers replace their cars because their lifestyle changes? Like a little going bit of both. from a sedan to an SUV, or I think both, depending on who you ask. I think most consumers are in a situation where their lifestyle changes, a baby comes, you know, along the way, or you get older and you, you get need a higher car, 
Or you go into a midlife crisis and you need a foster car. Yeah, we need a top, <laughs> you know, one that roof can come down. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so yeah. I think depending on those sort of scenarios and the, the, the you know, the life or the, the stage that you're in may, you know, kind of dictate which method you go with. I must uh, just tell you, yeah. <clears throat> before we get into the detail of the show, mm. Maserati yeah. gave me the two liter, I think it's called the Geely. Geely. Yeah. Um, Maserati. It's not Maserati. It's Maserati in South Africa. It's Maserati. There's been some whispers around. I have. I did hear a few people saying that George might be, you know, yeah, driving well, an ice engine. Let me just well, put it, it is on an the ice. Record. Yes, it is an ice. <laughs> I mean, let me put it out there. I am not a uh, anti ice. Uh, anti ice. Um, I'm not. Um, uh, uh, I'm not a an, 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 an activist. Yeah. Um, I love ice vehicles. I mean, freaking hell, my favorite. One of my favorite cars is a V8. Mm. Um, so, so I'm not, I'm not anti ice. I just yeah. think that I think the way of the future is, is EVs. Yeah. Um, um, but be that as it may, this particular Maserati, uh, um, let me just see, um, you know, is this, uh, is this thing on? Is it your first time driving a Maserati? Ghibli. I don't even know how to pronounce this. Maserati Ghibli. Yeah, I think it's Ghibli. Ghibli. Yeah. Maserati Ghibli, which is uh, the hybrid version. Okay. It was the first time I'd ever driven a Maserati. Okay. Okay. Um, now, uh, same family as, uh, as Ferrari. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's probably the, I don't want to call it the cheaper because the 1.6 million rand is not cheap. Yeah. At the base model and 2.5 million rand is not cheap. Yeah. And you can probably buy a Ferrari for 2 million rand. I mean, probably. Um, yeah. There's, I'm, I know yeah, Ferrari is actually Ferraris. launching a cheaper, a cheaper cheap Ferraris, option. cheap yeah. yeah, cheap Ferraris for two million rand. Um, so, so, so you can probably buy a Ferrari for for two million. But yeah. uh, Auto Trader, of course, of course. Go and look on Auto Trader. Let's have a look. Uh, <laughs> Auto Trader. I'm Auto sure there's Ferrari. See, you see, I mean, we even say it wrong. Ferrari, 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 Ferrari. <laughs> We're not Italian. You got to expect us to, you know. There are two hundred and two Ferraris on Auto Trader. Mm-hmm. Most expensive for fourteen point. Nine million, fifteen million rand. Okay. Uh, and I, f- I flipped the search toggle to low high. Uh, cheapest one, six hundred thousand, which is uh, Ferrari Mondale. Okay. So you can definitely get one for under two million. So if you're in the markets, there you have it. But George, come on, let's talk about uh, let's talk about selling a car. Yes, yes, we're going to talk now. <laughs> talking about the Maserati. So um, so anyway, so uh, so so Maserati uh, gave this car to me for the weekend. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's a hybrid. So the only way you can tell this car is a hybrid is with the blue accents on yeah. the badges uh, around the car. But what a beautiful car. Just mm. the Italian design work inside. I mean, it's not the fastest car on the planet. Yeah. Maserati is not uh, designed to be, fastest, be quick. Yeah. I mean, it's quick enough. I mean, I think it'll give a GTI a go. Let's see. Maserati uh, um, uh, hybrid uh, zero to 100. I think I looked this up the other day. Um, Maserati GD0 to 100, and uh, it does... 4.7? 4.7 seconds, yeah. There we go. Okay. Uh, Maserati GD hybrid, 0 to 60. Sorry, 6.1 seconds. 6.1. 6.1 seconds. And then uh, Golf GTI, it's always the comparison. <laughs> uh, 0 to 100, which is then uh, does it in... Zero to hundred for a Golf GTI. I'm a guess and say seven. You're gonna guess and say seven. I think I'm. I'm even being. I'm being quite harsh there. It's probably less. 
let's have a look. Let's see. Let's see whether one is right. How fast? How fast is the GTI? No, Zero to sixty-five point six. Five point six. So yeah. six point one versus five point six. So so the GTI is slightly faster, mm. like by zero comma five. Like half a second. Yeah. Um, but, that's so not, but that's not what Maserati is trying to play. It's obviously. not trying to play there, no. Yeah. Um, but for a hybrid, that's that's yeah. uh, that's that's Decent. good going. I mean, the fuel consumption uh, was okay. Yeah. Um, but the thing about the Maserati is the design and the attention uh, to detail, oh, attention to detail, yeah. and the stitching inside the car and the dash. It's just when you get in that car, you can feel that it's an Italian-made car. Um, anyway, let's move on to buying and selling cars. But I thought I'd just tell you. I'm so jealous. I'm jealous. So we'll, we'll definitely take us offline. Maybe a drive offline as well. <laughs> well, I don't have it anymore. Oh. Um, <laughs> um, I'm getting a special car potentially next week, yeah. um, which, I'll, which I'll tell you about. But anyway, let's, let's not get sidetracked. Um, buying and selling cars. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so if you're looking to downscale or, uh, um, or sell your car for whatever reason, there, there are a couple of options. And I think, I think for me, what is the most important thing when selling a car? I think there's three things. Yeah. Time, convenience, and how much cash I'm going to get price. back. Price. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so time, convenience, price. Mm. So, 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 um, so in, the, in a couple of ways that one can sell a car, yeah. those, those three, three factors make a, make a difference. Almost a scale across yeah. the three. Um, but there are there are definitely two price ranges that uh, uh, that kind of dictate what a car is valued at, and the first one is trade. Mm-hmm. So what can I sell it to the trade for? And the other is retail. What can I sell it to the retail for? So, um, so who is the trade? I'm assuming the the dealership in this case. Dealerships are trade. So yeah. uh, so dealerships uh, uh, will have to buy cars to sell cars. Where do they get those cars? They get those cars from the consumer. Yeah. Um, selling cars. Uh, it, traditionally, before the internet, uh, uh, cars used to be traded in. Uh, you've obviously never traded in a car. Yeah. Um, that used to be the way to to sell a car to the traders. You go to your local dealership, you uh, you get the dealership to give you a valuation on the car. You yeah. traded in on a different uh, different model. Or you you say traditionally. What what made the sort of change to a point where now it's not necessarily that way? Is it just the options? Is it better for consumers now to go? The other way, the, the other way, or like, is there a specific? Well, there's a lot more option optionality okay. now in the in the world where um, where consumers, um, uh, you know, can can sell to or get prices from multiple dealers, and we'll get get into that in a second. Yeah. Whereas traditionally, before the internet, you would have to go if you wanted multiple values on the trade side of your car. Remember, the trade is on the lower end. Dealers have to make yeah. a profit. You've got to be accepting of that. Yeah. Deal is not going to pay you retail for your car. Um, of you course know. not. Also, they won't be making any money. Yeah. yeah, they've got to retail the car at a profit. So, mm-hmm. uh, so they're not going to give you retail for the car. And uh, and the margins on 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 used on new vehicles are very low. Margins on used vehicles slightly higher. Yeah. Um, but still, dealers battle to get those margins out of single digit territory. Mm. Um, so, uh, uh, so, so, so traditionally you would have to go to one dealership, then the next dealership. Now you can imagine, you'd probably only do that in your local area. Of course. Yeah. You wouldn't be driving like to Joburg or, you know, hundred K's out to sell your car. Yeah. I mean, there's some international studies that say, uh, consumers are not willing to travel more than about 60 kilometers. So, yeah, um, I can believe that in their purchasing cycle, which means that if you go 60 kilometers now from here to Pretoria, Joburg to Pretoria, basically, yeah. And that's even pushing it, right? That's like a, the guy who really is just an, an avid. But here's the thing. I think with, with that being said, 
one of the biggest nuances that trading in has or benefits it has is the time. If you want to get the like the money now, the trade in done quickly, that's a huge plus. It's a huge factor. Yeah. It's a huge factor because because if you if you go and you trade your vehicle in or trade it, yeah. Uh, now traditionally the word trade in means I was trading it for another car. Yeah. Okay. That word has kind of morphed into. Uh, not so much trading it in for another car unless you're buying a, a new vehicle or you can go and, you know, buy a yeah. new vehicle and, and trade your trade your other one. Um, so so traditionally, you would have to go from dealership to dealership mm-hmm. to go and get trade prices. Um, and and also traditionally, you, you would go to the dealership if you saw a car that you liked and you wanted to buy the car. Yeah. So, the, so the, 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 the driving force was the car you were buying. Yeah. In today's world, it doesn't have to be the driving force. And I think that's one of the fundamental differences. Okay, that's interesting. And there's a difference between trading in for a vehicle and selling your car to a dealership. Those are two different things, right? Yes, that's why I say the definition of trading is kind of morphed into this selling your car to the dealership world, Mm. where uh, uh, traditionally it was really trading it for another car. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Those things still happen. Um, but they happen a lot less frequently now um, than they used to. You know, now now consumers are much more savvy to um, uh, and 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 the internet has created transparency. Yeah. So, so, um, so, so trading in its pure definition is trading in for another car. Then selling yeah. your car to a dealership is like is selling it to the trade. Now, in that world, there's a trade value. Okay. Okay. And the trade in. With, with regards to trading, trading in or selling it to a dealership, okay. there's a trade in value. Um, uh, uh, if you trade your car in on another car, right? Okay. Sometimes you can play with the price a little bit more of, of the, the, the car you're trading about to buy. and the car you're about to buy. Okay. But it will come out in the wash. Yeah. It's, you, you, because you know, if uh, uh, let's say the affordability might be a problem on the car that you're buying, the dealership could give you a discount on that car and, uh, um, and give and you slightly give you less, less the, on the trade. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, so there's a little bit of optionality uh, in, um, in in getting into the car that you want if mm. you actually just trade your car in directly for another vehicle. So mm. there's a bit of optionality. But a lot of consumers, most consumers now are going to sell their dealerships directly to the trade. Okay. What's the difference with that? What's the... Well, then you're going to get a trade valuation, trade price from the dealership that you sell to. And, and it's, you're not selling it to the dealership to get another car. You might be buying a car from a different dealership or a, a, different, a, a new car from a different dealership. Hypothetically speaking, let's say I wanted to trade in my vehicle, but I didn't know what the trade value is. Um, what would you recommend the consumer does to ensure that this dealership that I've chosen, which is within the 60 kilometers, um, they're giving me a fair price with regards to how much I could potentially be getting if I went 100Ks. So in today's world of valuations, you know, yeah. we, like, uh, 10 years ago, dealers, dealerships used to sit with this little book under the table. <laughs> yeah. You used, used to bring your car in. I don't have space to do this yet, but you used to bring your car in and you used to look at the car and then pull this little <laughs> this book and page through it. And, yeah. you know, as a consumer, you would never see this. Yeah. No transparency. There's at all, no yeah. transparency at all. Yeah. You'd never, and he'd be looking, you know, go and value at the car. And then he'd actually maybe even go into the back office and the book would be lying there on that table. Yeah. And, uh, and, and the trade and retail valuations would be inside that book. Um, uh, unfortunately, that method of valuation is very flawed today. And the, the yeah. method of valuation that, uh, that, that dealers use, um, is called retail back valuation. 
Okay. Okay. So what can I sell the car for today minus my profit minus the reconditioning costs in the car? That's the trade value. And for the consumer in terms of transparency in that process, how do they know for a fact that they're not being duped or, you know, the, you know, they very, can't get a better, very, better very option. simple way. Go on to autotrader.co.za today. And uh, on the main menu is a car valuation button. Hit that car valuation button and go. And you can do a manual search. You don't have to put the VIN number in. You okay. can do a manual search and uh, and you will get a range. Yeah. The lower end range would be closer to trade, maybe with reconditioning costs. Uh, uh, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the right-hand side would be the uh, full retail value that you could get if yeah. that car was in showroom condition. And I think that's the point, is very few people realize that that the trade value of a car is affected negatively by your tire wear, mm-hmm. for instance. If yeah. you go to a, a dealership and you want to sell your car and you've got 75% of your tires used, the dealer's going to calculate that 75% into the value of that uh, that they offer you. And that's not necessarily – it will be cheaper for you or the consumer to go and get new tires than to go and sell – Exactly. With those tires, with the way. In most instances. Yeah. Get your car into showroom condition. You've got much more ne- negotiating power. But then once again, that's kind of the pro of trading in is the convenience. Sometimes people just want the money now and they don't have necessarily the money to go and, yes. you know. Yes. But you get it now. Which yes, is, exactly. You know, so, uh, uh, so, so on that front, um, Autotrader is about to launch uh, a product called Instant Offer. Mm-hmm. Now, um, Instant Offer is uh, you can get an instant offer through Autotrader and our buying partners. Um, now, this is a beta launch. We're, uh, uh, yep. we're only doing it in a selected area, which is in, uh, in Gauteng. And we're only doing it with a selected group of, uh, of dealerships, dealerships for yeah. now um, so that we can perfect the product. Um, and, uh, and you can get an instant offer based on the trade value of your car. Now, that is... Instant, and, 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 and that's what we're talking about is the time, the convenience. Yeah. Um, instant offer is designed to be easy. It's designed to be convenient. It's designed to be quick. It's designed for you to sell your car today. And also knowing that it's going to be, well, the trade's actually going to go through and not be some random guy on the side of the road who's a tire kicker. Exactly. Um, that's kind of the benefits. Don't have to, don't have to meet multiple people. Mm. Uh, we send one buyer out to you and, uh, um, um, to buy your car. Yeah. And, uh, and that's, uh, that's, that's how this, uh, this instant offer is going to work. So it's, it's almost taking that convenience time, uh, um, and, uh, and, and passing that benefit onto the consumer that wants the speed. Can yeah. sell your car today instantly for cash. Uh, I mean, obviously the nuances around settling the, the bank finance and all that stuff come into play. Yeah. Meet you at your house or at your Which office yeah. at your convenience. You don't have to drive to any dealership. Uh, we'll meet you at your house, and uh, an order trader will be there. Yeah, and I think that's the other the other thing. Order trader will be there. Um, you know, so that uh, so that you can you can trust what's what's happening. So that's on the on the on the very far call it left hand side the yeah. trade uh, uh, the trade side um, and then if we move kind of further to the retail side you start to get the the retail offerings okay you know? so you can retail your car um, you know you said uh, you've never sold a car but yeah. would you want price or would you want speed depends once again it depends on my well, my situation it could be look I think I think a lot of people want a little bit of both you don't want to like a week to sell a car, sometimes it's kind of the sweet spot if if you can wait that long and get more money. 
Does well, yeah. So if you move to like, you know, uh, these auction platforms, for instance, right? Yeah. yeah. Auction, auction platform doesn't necessarily get you the speed. Because if you put your car on an auction platform, you have to wait until that auction actually occurs. With regards to auctioning, do you almost guarantee a minimum? You can put a floor price okay. on the on the on the table. Um, you know, as uh, as as a consumer in in most auctions, you can say, "Well, I'm not going below this." That's yeah. where the offers must start. But the, the 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 downside of an auction is you've got to wait. Yeah. So as a consumer, we tested this for the last. We had an auction going yeah. uh, for the last year and a half. We tested yeah. this as AutoTrader. Uh, um, and, uh, and, and, the, and the biggest inconvenience was consumers had to wait. Mm. The auction didn't occur on the same day the consumer listed the car. Mm, mm, you had to mm. wait three, four, five days. Now, now, you don't want to trade price and have to wait. Yeah. If you want to trade price, you want it today. Today, yeah, yeah. exactly. But then moving to the retail side, um, retailing your car comes with a couple of uh, uh, benefits, which is then price, as you point out. Yeah. But uh, but what what downsides are there to retailing your car yourself? Are you saying when you say retailing, I just want to bring this down to the everyday person. Is are you, is this specifically selling privately, or is this retailing it like on a website, or is this more than anything doing it yourself? Yes. Okay. So so there's there's there's, there's there's no real mechanism today to retail your car yeah. uh, uh, other than to other consumers yeah. directly on a platform like AutoTrader. Yeah. Um, most other platforms will be tr- skewed towards the trade side of the value of the car. Yes. yes. Whereas on autotrader.co.za, you retail the car to other consumers. consumers. Yeah. So if you're selling your car in the trade… You're selling yeah. it to dealers. They're going to make a profit. The value Based is going to be lower, but you'll get speed and convenience. And that's yes. what instant offer is about, speed and convenience. But for price? But for price, if you're on the price side, straight to, uh, consumer. Straight to the consumer. Yeah. Okay. Now, now, um, uh, um, if you retail your car, there's a couple of options that AutoTrader offers. Um, the one is sell your car the traditional way privately. You do yeah. all the paperwork. You see all the buyers. Inherently, what risks are there in that? I think there can be a few risks, specifically on the who you're selling to side of things. Also, as a consumer, you may be dealing with a vehicle that's not the best um, in terms of what, what the, is, on the bu- buying side. On the buying side of, um, from a selling side, I think you'll be dealing with a lot of people who could be shady, uh, could be not serious buyers. There's a few things that you kind of need to, you know, kind of look out for, as well as just the paperwork and the convenience is just not there if you're going to be selling it privately that way. But price, once again, is a great incentive um, to do a little bit of paperwork. Exactly. So, I mean, we, we've, we've got this uh, uh, the sell your car privately. I think the, the rate starts at um, just under 500 rand yeah. um, or just over 500 rand uh, where, you know, your car's on our platform. You deal with all the consumers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you deal with all the calls. You deal with all the um, – uh, the process in the, in selling your vehicle. Um, and then we've got the self, self help, um, option. So we've got, uh, uh, um, we call it sell it for me. Yeah. And, uh, an order trader then, uh, vets the potential buyer for, uh, that, that you want to sell your car to. Yeah. We help you with all the paperwork, the OTPs, and we help you in the process, which reduces your risk and you still get a little, uh, cl- a little bit more money. You still get yeah. closer to retail for the car. Yeah. Now, remember, retail value is very dependent on demand, and demand changes all the time. Yeah. So today, you might your car might be worth 200,000 rand. 
in two, three weeks' time, your car might be worth 190,000 rand. It might even go up. We saw that in the Hyundai uh, um, uh, Tucson example about yeah. two or three years ago. I think the Mercedes-Benz C-Class is like that now. Yeah, same thing, yeah. Um, you know, where you can – where you can, you, the, the value of the used car actually goes up because demand mm. is so high. But these are the same as well. So uh, exactly. So, 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 Wendy, which one would you choose? Um, I'm always going to be on the side of getting more money, but that also is dependent on how long it's going to take. Um, I think I'll be interested to find out what's the 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 average waiting time for a consumer goes. You know what? I'm just going to go for trading. Um, but speaking from my point of view, I think I would give it about a week and a half before I, I start looking at other avenues. But my first choice is, is always going to be, um, first prize would be definitely get the money. But I think a lot of people just want convenience mm. and speed. Um, and that's why we're seeing so many different options Products. for consumers yeah, yeah. Uh, coming up. Well, I mean, we've now, we've now got the retail sell side, which is yeah. uh, um, uh, uh, sell it for me or sell it yourself. Um, and we're about to launch the trade uh, value side, which is instant offer. offer. Yeah. Which, uh, which is which is speed. You're not going to get the retail value. Um, you also, you know, you, you're going to get you're going to get full trade if your car is in showroom condition. I think it's really important as someone who's try, who's trying to sell at least to look at all the options because you don't want to get bullied. You don't want to get bullied into a scenario where you're not in control. And I think traditionally speaking, like you're saying, now consumers have a lot of control with regards to what happens next, and it's 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 good to see that. That sort of transparency and, and options are there. Well, the transparency is definitely definitely there. Since we've launched the car valuation, you know, you go to autotrader.co.za forward slash car dash valuation. You can go get a value range on your car. Yeah. Now, I mean, we can't tell you exactly what your car is worth because we don't know the condition of the car. The condition yeah. of the car plays squarely into its value. Of course. Yeah. If your car is on, I mean, I spoke to somebody uh, yesterday, the day before, yeah, day before yesterday, uh, spoke to somebody who has a, a Polo Vivo, mm. young guy like you, mm. has a Polo Vivo, um, and he's <clears throat> he's had this car for a couple of years. He bought it secondhand. I think it was a 2013, 2012 okay. model yeah. Polo Vivo. It's got forty thousand Ks on it. Wow, jeez, it's nothing. Yeah, it's it's. And know, he's, it's he was good. asking me, should I sell it? Should I keep it? Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I said to him, I said, if that car is in showroom condition, yeah, he's you gonna are, get a really you're probably going to get very much over the trade value. Yeah, definitely because of the condition of the car. Because yeah. the dealer is going to be able to sell that over retail because of the condition and the mileage of the car, and mileage is a massive factor. Yeah. Uh, we see it all the time in our data. Mileage, Not so much uh, your model, more so. More so mileage. I mean, you look yeah. at the data all the time. Yeah, so, definitely. You know, that's big. Mileage is probably the, the biggest factor, but I mean, once again, like you're saying, tire wear. You know, the interior needs to be in, in decent shape. Yes. Um, and that's gonna you know kind of get you closer to that. Um, as a retail, yeah, back to, yeah, closer to the retail side than the trade side. Uh, so yeah, I think there's so many things that you need to consider. Well, that's why that's, the, there's that sliding scale, right? Um, you know, it's, uh, bad condition of car, high mileage, you're going to get under trade. Yeah. Uh, dealer's going to take that into account. You're, yeah. you're going to find a dealer who's going to buy the car from you yeah. in every single scenario, <laughs> but the price is going to be the variable. Yeah. That's, uh, and obviously the, 
the demand or the rarity of the vehicle is also going to impact. It's going to impact it is, price, yeah. exactly. So uh, so where the demand is high for a particular variant, uh, you're going to get slightly above trade. In your expert opinion and from experience, what do you think is the best option for a consumer? <laughs> very loaded question. It's a very loaded question. <laughs> very, very loaded question. I think in South Africa today, I don't want to talk down our sell-it-yourself product. Okay? Of course. Yeah. Um, if, you, if you really... Uh, if you sell the car on Auto Trader's platform and you do it yourself on the sell it yourself product, which yeah. is you deal with the calls, you deal with the consumers, you deal with the paperwork, all that stuff. Um, there is a way to lower your risk, meet in a public place, don't yeah. allow the buyer to, you know, uh, move the location, um, um, you know, meet in a place that's secure, uh, yeah, make sure, kind of do, yeah. make sure that the money clears your bank account before you let the car go because possession is nine tenths of the law. Um, you know, don't hand over the NATIS documents until you've really got all the money. So there's ways to secure your, uh, the, or should I say lower the risk? Yeah. But I think from a retail point of view, the, um, the, the best middle of the road option is the sell it for me option that we have on, uh, on our platform, which yeah. is we, Auto Trader helps you with all of that stuff and lowers the risk for you as far as possible. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't get you speed. Mm. It doesn't get you speed. Um, it might take week, two, three, four, five, six weeks, uh, depending yeah, on the variant, uh, you know, and the demand for the car to, for you to get your retail value. And then you might not get retail value. You might get under retail value depending on the condition of the car too. Yeah. Um, um, so if you really want speed and you want to sell your car quickly, instant offer. Okay. I'm going to go for instant offer right now because we, I mean, it's brand new. It's like a new shiny toy. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Uh, but like everything, basically, yeah. uh, the, the way we spoke, speak about it depends. It depends ultimately on what, what, what's more important to you? Speed? Time, convenience, speed. Yes. Time, a, convenience and price. Price. Exactly. It's, you know, and we're, we're really excited about this product instant offer because, definitely, yeah. uh, uh, it's going to change. It's it really, things, it's yeah. designed to help the consumer, uh, sell their car quickly. Um, um, and, uh, and, and we've, we, we've now partnered with uh, a whole lot of dealers, uh, um, um, to, to, to buy, buy cars from consumers. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and again, I'll stress it's not an auction. Yeah. Um, we, you know, we will, we will get you the best offer first time. Mm. It's not, uh, it's not a bidding auction. You just receive one price that's the best price and not necessarily. You've got to, you, you got to believe Auto Trader that that is the best price you're going to get. Yeah. From, uh, from the trade. Yeah, um, and then uh, and then hopefully we can we can scale this product uh, you know yeah. once we've learned yeah i think a lot of people need to understand what's what's available to them um and this is just one new thing that's going to definitely help a lot of people i think yeah so selling your car privately or selling it to the trade it's just become easier mm. um we've made it easier with instant uh, uh, with uh, uh, with sell it just uh, sell it for me yeah um on the retail side now we're making it easier uh, Would you say instant, instant offer squarely in the middle between those two no instant offers yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I would say it's kind of like uh, because of the number of partners that we that we're partnering with. Yeah, uh, you're going to get the best trade value that you could get. Okay, that's okay. that's the ultimately that's we want to make sure that you get the most money. Yes, and yeah. as fast as possible. Exactly. Under so those conditions. when you get an offer from Instant Offer, it's going to be the best trade offer that you can get. Okay. Well, let's see what happens. I think a lot of people are going to be interested. I can't wait for, to see its raw lots and you know. Hopefully, you'll be around the country soon. And remember, an indicative offer in the market is not an offer. Mm. Uh, when the person comes out and actually gives you the price on your premises, 
That's, that's the, the price, offer. Yeah. Yes, and that's where we that's where we've squarely focused. Um, Amazing. So let's see let's let's see let's see how it goes. But I'm excited. Uh, yeah, you know, it's, uh, now now consumers have options. Sell your car to the trade. Sell your car to the retail. Interesting, interesting, very very interesting talk. Um, I think a lot of people are gonna take a lot from this. Um, I didn't know that uh, there were so many options. So it's good to know. Good stuff. That's all we have time for. So, ladies and gentlemen, until next time, hit that like button, subscribe to the Auto Trader podcast. And my name has been, my name is George Mini, <laughs> and uh, that has been Wandile Sishe. <laughs>